Welcome back guys to 11 o'clock with Yuvan and Jihan, the show where we talk about life, death and everything in between. And today we have a very interesting topic. I mean, um, I feel like it's a very interesting topic. It's a very relevant topic. Yeah. It's about mental health. And not just about mental health, but rather how you can improve your mental health, uh, especially with, with regards to um, our current state where... Uh, a lot of we used to be in lockdown and now we are still kind of in a partial lockdown yeah and um yeah let's get right into it yeah exactly so the thing is the thing is about mental health is that it's constantly relevant to all of us especially at times like this we if we i mean as as we do this podcast we would like to keep in check of our own and also our listeners and our friends out there of how they're doing and whether everybody's keeping okay because it's a very hard time for all of us to cope with things, you know. Uh, half my mind, you know, is worried about how college is going to be like when it reopens again and how to deal with the semester and all of that. And that's just one of the many worries that you, me and all of us have. And we thought we want to address these things today. Yeah, I think more specifically, we want to talk about how to cope with stresses. And how we cope with stresses. How we cope with stresses, how uh, methods that we have learned along the way yeah. Uh, based off our own experiences and what we have uh, observed other people doing as well to help themselves. Um, I think it's important. I think it's important that we know how to uh, mold our internal and external environments to better serve our mental health and yeah. to take care of ourselves. So let's start with something simple, I guess. What What do you do when you are very stressed or when you are in a kind of in a state of anxiety where you don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. What are the steps that you take? I think the first thing, you know, that comes to my mind right now as we speak is that from the time that we started this podcast, it has been always a nervous factor putting ourselves out there on the internet and all. And we've built this tradition where right before and right after we click the record button, what we do is that we take a very deep breath together and sort of enjoy the quietness and just to get ourselves in the zone, you know, and I find that I've taken that and carried it, carried that out throughout a lot of things right before I get into it, where I compose myself deep and I become a bit more aware of what, of, of all the things present that are happening so that I feel a bit more grounded and comfortable with the area I'm in. And that's, that's the first thing that comes to my head. When it's actually funny, that's actually something that I wanted to mention as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's very important um, that, um, you you and I have made it made it a, a point that before every episode we take a deep breath. Yeah. And I apply it everywhere now, everywhere I can, everywhere I think I should. Even um, when I'm feeling uncomfortable, even with regards to relationship issues, yeah. where if you're feeling upset or if you're feeling uneasy, you take a deep breath before saying anything, before um, making any making any decisions. Yeah. Before reacting. I before reacting. Yeah. Exactly. It it helps you compose yourself. It helps you stay, like you said, stay grounded to know what, uh, where to hold your perspective yeah. of the situation, and to make a informed, proper decision as to what to do next, what steps to take. It can be as simple as one deep breath. Yeah, you know, it's that simple, but at the same time, very difficult. Yeah. Sometimes it's so easy to be taken, carried away with your emotions, and and full on ride it till the end with all the rage and and, un, and all these uncomfortable circumstances that we find ourselves in. But I think just learning that one simple thing has already helped a lot sometimes to prevent and avoid conflicts within ourselves and with other people, especially, um, you know, in regards of like relationship, relationship issues and all of that. When we stay grounded, at first it becomes 
realizing that we are all just here and we are all just trying to do the best we can in the best interest of ourselves and everybody else you know yeah, yeah. yeah. and this is this comes from a lot of um, experience and mistakes you know where yeah. i even even i myself have spoken out of turn when when it comes to me being uh, uh, upset or angry at at with with certain situations that don't go my way and i don't like that about myself and i've very very consciously tried to take efforts to to change that yeah definitely i think the past few months for you and me i think trying to keep this um brief here but i think it has been quite an emotional ride especially since coming back home and all of that and everything that has happened but i think the one thing that i really didn't like about myself also was how quick i was to to overthink and react to the situation and not disassociate myself for a second to look at things a different perspective to listen and all of those things but learning just to t- take a deep breath i mean we feel like we're talking about this way too much but i have to emphasize this it actually makes a difference in how you see things the next minute you know yeah it's <laughs> crazy and i mean i'm lucky enough to have uh, friends like you in my life who understand uh, who understand my my processes my my systems and how i cope with things but i don't want that to become a norm where people just have to deal with me you know so um let's let's move let's move further yeah besides taking one deep breath what are other ways that um we can do to help deal with our stresses or certain tough situations or anxiety right so personally um we always i mean either way i see things is that um you know it's not always about being happy and you know we all talk about riding the waves and you know there are ups there are downs that comes with things and uh, especially with times like this it's gotten pretty hard to deal with certain things but i think number one um what i did to sort of learn a bit more about myself and how i handle things emotionally was that you realize that it's not all about holding on to a certain emotion but rather going with the flow on things and sometimes understanding that there's only so much within your control but and and then from that point on and realize that what you actually can control you change that about yourself you know you start building spaces that you're comfortable in which are let allow you to elaborate on further um you allow your mental space to be about things that are things that help you focus better you know getting yourself out of that toxic mindset and moving to a certain place can be difficult but i think the way i do it personally is that number one i reach out to you and to other friends as well uh, to talk about these things to gain perspective half the time i do these things i realize it's not about hearing a words of comfort uh, but rather to gain perspective of what i'm feeling from another point of view because sometimes i feel that i can be a bit self-centered with my own emotions but sometimes hearing what somebody else has to say to it uh helps me rethink of whether it's justified what i'm feeling and then automatically uh it's not about calming down but rather you, since your perspective has changed it's almost like oh okay cool i didn't like why why would i react to this and then you sort of grow from that point on but how do you how how do you see yeah. so i i i completely agree with what you say it's it's kind of like when you're working on something be it an essay or something something artistic yeah. when you're too close to something for too long you can't really view it from from a different perspective it's difficult yeah for you to view it from a different perspective be it a relationship like for example i've lived with my parents for so long that even if my parents were to change themselves it would i would find it difficult for me to change my perception of them simply because i've grown up in their care in their presence for so long 
Yeah. And it it helps to be able to become the observer of what you're feeling, of your own perspective, and therefore open yourself up to the possibility that there are different perspectives. Yeah. You know, take some take some space from whatever you are feeling, whatever you're doing, and observe, observe what you're feeling in order for you to be to try and adopt a different perspective of the of the situation and subsequently make better decisions to help yourselves and the people around you as well wherever necessary yeah um you know but when we talk about these things right it's a bit hard being because at the same time we, we have to be vague enough so that we keep it general for our listeners to understand because we don't want to dive too deep into our own personal um crisis crisis and all of that but i think i i i believe that most of us here can relate to like instances like you you know when when you when you're so close to a situation and you're so fixated on how you seen things and how you want things to be that all of a sudden when you take a step back and you realize that you actually needed it more than you think you did you start being able to believe and and understand that change can occur over time you know yeah you become more grateful yeah. towards it as well yeah. <laughs> grateful to these little changes that you didn't before see happen yeah you know <clears throat> and uh, one of the things that i wanted to bring up was uh, the concept of the concept of meditation yeah and uh, the idea of meditation kind of has a is kind of linked with religion for most people yeah. you know it always comes as a as a set yeah. it's either uh, it doesn't matter what religion you're from but uh, the ideas of meditation are closely tied with uh, buddhist to hindu views and also other other views as well but i don't want to look at it from the perspective of religion as 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 far as we are talking about on this podcast but rather using meditation as a means to to calm yourself down yeah to organize yourself to compose yourself not just in the moment but with regards to everyday life and everyday activities to help you better see forward as to what you want to plan and at the same time be present in the moment yeah you know we talk about how like when you say meditation has always been associated with religions and all of that but i think that you know uh, from our perspectives and how we understand uh, we are able i think generally i i'm also able to disassociate um all the cultural notions associated with meditation and look at it as a standpoint of as a tool we used to register ourselves again and find yeah. that peace in our own zen and all of that to carry out our lives better and to be productive in that day and you know sometimes we don't do this as much but like just waking up and right before you start your day just allowing 5 minutes or 10 minutes of your own time to just talk to yourself and say that okay like this is how my day is going this is how I want my day to be is also a form of meditation it's it has such a broad spectrum of of definitions to it it could be anything yeah. you do that calms you down and readdresses yourself i think rather than looking at it from the from the religious perspective it's should be looked at as a means for you to help yourself in in any in any way yeah and that, there are there are various ways for you to meditate in fact uh, it's not just about sitting down closing your eyes or chanting something or trying to calm your mind it can be something as simple as cleaning your room yeah You know and <laughs> exactly even cleaning your room can be so peace, peaceful sometimes. Um but you know something that I've learned recently I watched this movie called uh, The Garden of Evening Mist. It's a local movie shot by HBO 
And it opened my eyes to a whole new perspective of what meditation is. And I've been really interested in it for a while now. It's this study of uh, Japanese gardens, right? And one specific garden that they talk about is this thing called Yohaku no Bi, which is uh, translated to the beauty of empty space. Mm-hmm. It's a form of a rock garden, right? And to, to, to simplify this for our listeners out there, what they used to do was that gardeners come and spend hours' time arranging stones on, on just barren land. Uh, it's not the typical Japanese gardens we see with the bonsai and all of that, but rather just a rock garden, a dry garden that we see. And what the gardeners do is that they spend a lot of time and effort viewing the rocks and the position of the rocks, the depth of the rocks and all of these things. And once they do that, they sit, have a cup of tea, and they start to contemplate the reasons behind all of this, what they see, what is the meaning of these things. And through that thought process, it is a form of meditation for themselves to uh, sort of not I wouldn't say distract but rather let your mind focus on something other than what you're facing currently you know Um, it allows you to put your thoughts focused on something else and currently like we looked in our own lives right Uh, when I go through a hard time when something was really uh, when I was going through a hardship for the past few months when we started this podcast or when I started my own uh, projects and all of that it allowed me to allow my mind to see other things, to focus and fixate and work on other uh, problems that helps you then give perspective to what's going on currently. And it helps you uh, resist the urge to overthink and overanalyze something because you're letting your mind work on other things. And yeah. even that was a form of meditation that I never ne- never thought to be, you know? <laughs> I, I think well, if, if, I'm, if I'm understanding what you, what you said about the, the rock garden correctly, yeah. it is also a kind of uh, a way to shift your perspective. The fact that you're going to the garden and trying to understand what the gardener's perspective was means that you're putting aside your own preconceived notions, your, your assumptions and presumptions about what you're looking at, but rather trying to understand what the gardeners saw. Exactly. No, and <laughs> that's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, the Japanese culture has, so, has been one that, you know, promotes a lot of Zen and all of that. And I think just reading up on all of these gardens and all, you would think that, you know, um, you would never think that reading up about gardens and finding out more about landscape could lead to open the floodgates to a whole new perspective on meditation. But here we are, you know, and... That's that's the kind of thing that ends up ends up putting us in on the seats talking about meditation and all of that because you find peace and calm from the most unexpected of places. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, it's crazy. A lot of people go to the go to the gym to yeah. to you know to 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 get gains or to achieve a certain goal rather be it uh, becoming stronger or fitter or whatever. But to me, it's always been a kind of meditation, for a, a place for me to deal with my thoughts, my pain. It helps me set aside some time in the day just for myself, some time in the day just to put aside everything and yeah. focus on something entirely unrelated to whatever else I'm doing. And that is meditation. And that is the kind of concept that martial arts use as well. Uh, martial arts also uh, implements in, it, in its practices, right? Yeah. As uh, I don't know if, if I've ever spoken about this with you before, but... Uh, a lot of martial arts are considered methods of meditation because of the amount of focus and dedication you put into it, into, into practicing the moves, the meaning behind them, 
just every little detail about yeah. um, martial arts and for, for from my perspective it's uh, it's when i was younger i used to do karate yeah and i put a lot of focus and dedication into just perfecting whatever i was doing in karate and that became my form of meditation yeah you know it's not always about fighting it in fact it is never about fighting it's never about causing harm and not always about just defending yourself but rather realigning the thoughts in your mind the energies within yourself in order for you to become the best possible version of yourself yeah i mean when you when you say these things and all it's amazing because it started bringing my head to this idea that you know during the mco and how tiktok blew up and a lot of it had to do with um tiktok dance challenges and all of that i mean something just to put things in perspective sometimes you just being stuck at home and being able to focus on a tiktok challenge being able to practice the dances because number one eh it's not easy it's really really <laughs> yeah, hard it looks easy but <laughs> yeah, it's not it's really really hard and just being able to focus your your energy on physical self towards uh, learning these moves and carrying them out as a challenge also helped i think helped a lot of people out there uh, get their you know gain find peace within themselves find something to do it's not merely just about um keeping yourself occupied and not being bored but rather all this uh hidden benefits that come along to all of these things you know like how you go to the gym to to while physically improving yourself mentally also doing the same thing i think in the same way these kind of things bring in a lot more added value than we may see than we may just uh, overlook you know yeah it's it's always the simplest yet also somehow the most complex yeah <laughs> and uh, one example which is something that i was working on recently that which i wanted to bring up in this episode was me kind of uh, setting up a new mini zen garden in my room okay so i i just i have like a a, a bunch of cacti uh, a small mani plant and a little idol of lord buddha and it is a place where i have a small table for me to drink tea on and that's just my version of uh, of a zen garden and ever since i set it up it has given me a kind of confidence a kind of peace that allows me to calm myself better for some reason yeah. i feel comfortable at home and uh, it's been it's taken me a while for me to get used to this new room context is that i've i've just moved from one room to another and i've had trouble sleeping in this room for a while now but ever since i made it my own ever since i arranged this little garden thing it's helped me calm myself down which brings me to the to the idea that something as simple as arranging your room to the way you want it to be is a very useful form of meditation yeah <laughs> it's it's interesting because you were talking to me about this earlier on the um, right before we started the recording about how uh, the buddha that jian has in his room it, it also has a bit of a water water effect a waterfall effect yeah. if i'm describing this right and right on his hand there's a light that emits you know and as he as on days where jian struggled to sleep and all sometimes he talks about how the light emits just enough light to shine on buddha's face and just that calm feeling that he has has helped him you know sleep better and and overall improved his you know his adjustment to the room and yeah. and you know it brings perspective you know like how when we work on these projects and we work on things to to build our own space all of a sudden we've created a space for us to um come back home and let go of everything that we went through outside and yeah. even whatever that's going on in our heads with our interactions with people and all that a space for us to just be comfortable with ourselves and just gather yourself back gain back that energy to go out and do what we need to do you know 
and bearing in mind this is just uh, my version of it yeah that uh, you can there is there are so many other ways that's meant for you look for your own way of doing it you know your own form of self care it can be anything it can be a skincare routine it could be anything <laughs> it it could ever be it could exactly. be putting on makeup it could be literally anything but i think it that's that's the whole point right you learn more about yourself by exploring what interests you and then you start building that space and all of a sudden you realize that you really enjoy being in that space and it's not about just being locked up in the room but rather building a space where you can be yourself and gain back the energy because sometimes it's not just about um how do i want to say this you know it's not just about letting time run its course but rather us putting this little little efforts to to see what we can do to build a more consistent uh understanding of ourselves so that every time we face something we face something difficult it's not about falling back and hitting rock bottom but rather understanding a certain uh certain what do you call this certain okay. bar first to go yeah. and then understanding the pattern and then learning more of what we can do to act as catalyst to the process of us feeling better gaining ourselves again and then going back and resuming our life i think if i if i if i'm understanding you could you correctly in simple words it's to say it's being able to catch yourself whenever you fall yeah you know? <laughs> thank you for doing that <laughs> i was really struggling there <laughs> yeah it's it's very important you know and uh, all of us i feel like all of us at one point have hit um rock bottom mm. and we want to be able to catch ourselves and of course it's it also matters that you have uh, good friends around you and uh, good people around you but it's also just as important that you take care of yourself and uh, just recently i know uh, you've been as a kind of person who likes to explore little little uh, tech related uh, <laughs> adventures so just recently he built his own speaker in his room and if 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 i may say so that's kind of like a form of a form of meditation as well yeah exactly i mean the past few months la i think it has it has really taken a toll on me and it's been one of the worst emotional roller coasters i think if you've been if you if you're one of my close friends i think you know uh, just as much of what's been going on and all but i think you know like you said you know just focusing uh, yourself on uh, focusing on other things building back on what your interest was you know after going through a breakup learning back what makes you happy learning back hey um what did i find peace in before i you know like we talk about and all yeah. and just learning more about yourself suddenly helps you realize how much and gains gain back some of that love that you have for yourself because now you want to give yourself the best by doing what you can you know and you want to be that inquisitive child again <laughs> to go yeah. out and learn and play around with tech and but in your own way anything that interests you i think it's very important <laughs> that we remain children on yeah. the inside i don't care how i grow i want i always want to be a child on the inside yeah, yeah i i think this idea of what maturity means is is just we need to redefine it i think losing that curiosity losing that inquisitiveness of what it's like you know seeing something and being excited i think that should never die down and i think for a while in my life it has but now i'm trying to rekindle that flame and start being excited about this life <laughs> i think one of the biggest things that uh, takes away all that little little excitement and uh, imagination is ego and being when i say being able to be a child is being able to being able to put aside my ego even toward myself yeah you know to step aside from that to become the observer of myself yeah and uh, on that note before we end uh, this episode oh, right before right before you do that you know yeah. like as you said like what you think your demon is has always been an ego i think for me one of my biggest demons has always been this idea that um 
if something had gone wrong, it cannot be um, fixed. But rather yeah. allowing, and think this entire process has gone to taught me that while you still have the chance to do it, while you still are in this world, there's nothing wrong with letting go of everything that has happened and building back from the ground up yourself, you know. Because it doesn't matter if you've made mistakes in your life before, if that you've done something wrong. Uh, but rather admitting it to yourself, doing what you can to fix it, and then moving on to be a better person. And you don't need to be so hard on yourself, but rather understand that we are all growing up, you know. <laughs> Most yeah. of our listeners here are millennials and, and teenagers, young adults and all of that. So don't be too hard on yourself, you know. Go out there yeah. and make mistakes and learn from them. If I may quote this movie, I can't remember the name of the movie. Was it Sing or something? But uh, the quote changed Sing? my life. The animated movie Sing? Yes. Oh, it wow. changed my life. That uh, It went something like, the, the best thing about hitting rock bottom is that there's only one way left to go. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Uh, just, uh, I think we can take uh, half a minute or two just for each of us to, uh, to, state, our, to state what we are grateful for yeah. just for this episode. Uh, you start. I think the thing I'm most grateful for is being given the opportunity to meet the people I've met in my life and for all of them and all of my friends and all my acquaintances who take their time out to, you know, to stay in touch and all of that. I'm very grateful for that because half the time I meet uh, these people, I think it. you wonder um, what you did to deserve to meet such good people and I think I'm very grateful for that. And to say that I have good friends like you and to have a great family and all of, for all the people, I think I'm grateful for all the people that exist in my life. <laughs> I think uh, just as much, I, I, I'm grateful for anything and everything that makes me a better person. My, my friends, my girlfriend, my family, um, my acquaintances, even, even the listeners of this podcast. Yeah. You make me want to improve myself. You make me want to be a better person, to be the best possible version of myself. And that's one thing that I'm very grateful for. Yeah. So if you're still listening, why don't you uh, take some time off to think what you're grateful for? Yeah. And, you know, tweet it, tag us. Yeah. And we love to see, we love to read and it would really make our day. Yeah. And we've hoped, we hope in some way we made, we've made your day. And uh, on that note, we'd like to end this episode of uh, 11 o'clock. And uh, we hope to catch you in our next one. Yeah. Please take care. Till tomorrow. Cheers. Cheers, guys.